Uh, okay, and we're going to start in three, two. Wait a second. Yeah. Something's wrong. Where's the Hilai Shai? Where's, where's Gaming I Jesus? <laughs> I I've, it's weird shy. because I'm looking to my left and Mark has turned into a beautiful woman. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Well, that's okay then. We could deal with that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it's actually much better than the usual, like, you know, six foot. Uh, that's Six next foot guy me. yelling at you all yes. the time. <laughs> telling you to shut up and stuff. <laughs> Hitting my hand when I'm doing the countdown. <laughs> right, right. And stuff like that. And as you may have noticed, uh, this week we are down a man. Mark is in Seattle with mm-hmm. the uh, Skulls of the Shogun crew working on the game and you know, making it better, put a little bit of the A4 shine on it. Uh, right. So I are hostless. Uh, yeah. Well, we are hostless, but I will try my best. Me being uh, Justin Epperson. I don't really have a nickname. I was JJ thinking, is your JJ. nickname. Well, JJ, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you might have forgot, but yeah. JJ yeah, is your well, nickname. I was thinking more of a, like, you know, a creative nickname. Like, I gave you guys... Um, um, oh, JJ, JJ sleepy, sleepy butt. Sleepy butt. Okay, yeah. sleepy butt. Yeah, actually, today Ask we were capacity. <laughs> Ask capacity. <laughs> Ask capacity. That's true. We were eating Chinese, and the seats were really small, and my butt was falling asleep. Uh, I didn't know that could happen until today. I, it, yeah, it, it requires it requires ask capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Some somebody listening to this. All right, will, so JJ, ask capacity. <laughs> right, ask capacity. So you're a scab host. Right, I am the scab host today. Uh, <clears throat> so just bear with us while we try and make it through without our gaming Jesus. Right, mm-hmm. and we're doing this during the day actually too, yeah. which is very rare. So like, there That's could true. be phone calls, there could be deliveries, like earthquakes could happen. Chaos. And the biggest and difference is no sours, no alcohol. That's right. right. Yeah. We do have. We <laughs> We do have a special drink. Um, later, we're going to try out the uh, Lucky Lassie. It's a yeah, special drink from Monster Hunter. Test. We're going to do a taste test. This is going to turn into the bomb cast for a few minutes, but you'll just have to bear with us. <laughs> so, okay, uh, the normal crew is here today. To my left, there's the uh, Hiroko Gapao Princess. Gapao. <laughs> <laughs> Minamoto. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that came from the trip that I had yesterday. Yes, actually, to... your other your other nickname was Porn Tip. Porn Tip. <laughs> okay, that would have been a better one. Yeah. Wait. So wait, what's Gapao Princess? Because... Gapao is Thai food, uh-huh. and I went to Phuket for a week oh, last okay. last week. Right. Right. Thank you guys for the awesome vacation. I was able to. Um, Rest myself really good. That's right. We missed you on the one, first anniversary 8-4 play. Right. Well, we I was our... here, but I was like super busy. Yeah. Oh, Remember? that's right. I was you in were... the other room. Right. So. She so is here, though, for the 30th episode of 8-4 play, which is what this is. Wow. Oh, yeah. Really? We've done 30 of these? Yes. Wow. And well, uh, this, this will be the, the worst one for sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always going to... Okay, anyway. Okay. So, well, yeah. Oh, should I explain? Well, yeah. So I went to Phuket. You went to Thai. And then right. I came back and I... Gave you guys porn tips. Yes. Mm-hmm. Porn tips. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like these pork, fancy pork fried sticks or uh-huh. something like that. And yeah. like, like Did anybody try it? I didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> I kind of had an idea that you're never going to try it. <laughs> I got as far as taking it out of the box, but there's this strong like. You didn't scent. have it? I didn't eat it. Yeah. You yeah. opened the bag and you, you didn't yeah. have it. So. It looks like, God, it looks like dried pig skin. Okay, well, whatever. It, it looks like a normal <laughs> snack. It's probably going to taste like a normal snack. Probably. Well, you ate one, right? How was it? How was it? Yeah. It tasted like a normal <laughs> snack. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Silence. Maybe she didn't eat one. <laughs> but anyway, no, I, did, I did eat it. It was 
normal. Oh, but okay. the point of all this is that for you know it's got a bunch of like Thai writing on the box, but then right. in English it just says one word porn tip. Porn tip. Porn tip. So yeah, I don't know what that maybe, is. Well, yeah. If any of you understand the language, then tell us what that means. It, yeah, it could just be like a romanization of something in Thai. Whatever. Right. But uh, anyways, <laughs> across from me and ever. to the left we have uh, John, all the single ladies, Ricciardi. <laughs> What is that about? Uh, because uh, you, uh, you uh, changed your relationship status on Facebook. That's true. <laughs> oh, great. And you so were, now now you, my personal life has to come out on the podcast. <laughs> and you, were, you were upset that no ladies were liking your status. <laughs> I see. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. No, it's a joke. It's in, uh, in my status. Um, You're blushing, John. <laughs> in, my, in my status, somebody asked how come there were so many comments on there or whatever. And then I said, well, yeah, but I was upset that nobody clicked, you know, like on it. So, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, any ladies out there, John is accepting ex- applications. <laughs> not taking yeah. applications. Info at eight four dot And uh, uh, sitting across from me is uh, Brendan, the Conqueror. The Conqueror. The conqueror. Pritchard. Ah, I know what Where that's does about. that come from? Because you finished Xenoblade. Yes. Yay! Finally, finally, you did After, it. I guess six months now, or some ridiculous amount. Jesus, what was your final final uh, hour tally? I don't know for sure because the game actually stops counting hours at ninety nine <laughs> hours and fifty nine really? minutes. So, you, so I don't oh actually know. I find that really interesting because, yeah. like, you would think the game like that, no, from a developer like that, knowing how long the game is and how much content there is, they would have set the clock to go. You know, yes. that bet's a week. Maybe the they just don't want you to notice <laughs> how how many hours you spent. Yeah, so right. I, I would guess maybe 110. Wow. wow. So and and then once you beat it, there's like a a, a a new game plus, right? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Once you beat it, you get a new game plus, and you don't get spoil. To, we won't spoil. Just I'm not. This is nothing to do with plot whatsoever. But right. you get to carry over all of the all of the equipment your characters are currently equipped with. Plus, you get to choose up to 30 pieces of equipment from each equipment category. That you aren't equipped with, that you can carry over as well. Wow, that so, sounds like really time-consuming. Yeah. It doesn't. It, it doesn't take that long because I just you just pick the things that are on the front of the list, which are usually the most powerful. And so they give you a big list, and they're like, pick thirty things from here to take with you. It's the your inventory you have right now. The, the list is what you already have, and you just pick thirty of each category to take with you. And then when you start the game, you're at the same levels you were when you beat the game. All your characters are fully leveled up they have everything and i guess that's when you're supposed to do those billions and billions of quests that right i spent so, so are much there time quests doing. like in the opening area that you can only do at like a super high level or is like are you just super overpowered till near the end of the game or? it looks it's more like you're super overpowered though while not in the first area but in the second area of the game there were already monsters that were in like level 80 level 90 oh, and cool. so i knew to avoid them or whatever you just avoided them and mm-hmm. even when i beat the game i was only level 78 mm-hmm. so i'm still only 78 i'm still <laughs> under leveled for some of the monsters in the game so let me <laughs> ask real quick we, we i guess we don't have to talk about xenoblade too much because it's sure. out in one right. half of the world but um basically is why equipment? Like, is Xenoblade the kind of game where you're going to be constantly changing your equipment? Or yes. Would, would, so it's not like an RPG where you would basically just get the best stuff and get rid of your old stuff? It doesn't work that way only because, and this is something that you really realize if you're playing the game, you get tons of equipment drops as you play through the game. Uh-huh. And they all are just slightly different from each other. Like, this one might have stronger ether defense or magic defense and right. Xenoblade par- parlance. And this one might have just slightly stronger 
um, physical defense. And if you fight in an area for even like an hour, you'll get tons of this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And what so, do you do with the ones that you don't want? Do you use them to like synthesize new items or something? You sell or them. You, you sell them. Okay. So theoretically, you could take a whole bunch of this equipment, sell a bunch of it, and have a ton of money at the start of your new game. Absolutely. But I think money came with Paris me too. too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure money came with, came with me too. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Well, I got my English copy of Xenoblade Chronicles yes. during uh, TGS. Thank you, Christian Nutt, um, who picked it up for me in Italy. So have it's, you, have it's you Italian been packaging. Wow. Yeah, but, um, the game itself, you know, has the English language mm-hmm. version. Have you been able to play it? No, because I still have to do whatever it is you have to do to your Wii oh. to make it play your okay. games. But I will. I will play it. Awesome. All right, so this is going to be kind of a short show. We. I so, thought you were going to have a nickname for Mark. Oh, you know, I was thinking of one, and like I was, I was thinking about taking the gaming Jesus moniker. I don't know. It's yeah, I didn't have okay. anything. You know what? Here. You know, <laughs> either, either way, like if I did something bad, I just know that Mark would come back and then give me the most humiliating five times ever. over. Next yeah, time. it just it's, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> and he's probably so, laughing right yes, now right. as you hear this. Yeah, okay. it's uh, so we're gonna have kind of a short show. We're doing it in the middle of the day, so we're doing we're sacrificing our actual working hours to do this for you, for All you, for you, listener. for the. For the fans. <laughs> so um, we're going to do a little gaming impressions. We've got some Dark Souls, uh, Zelda Four Swords, little Diablo Three. Uh, we got some news and then uh, some drink tasting. And then we'll have uh, <laughs> listener feedback for the first, for the, awesome. the second time <laughs> in 30 episodes. In 30 episodes. It's a so, good time um, when your host isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does, I don't know if Mark actually even likes doing listener feedback. Right. Well. We like okay. our fans. Yeah, we, we like our fans. Mark may or may not. Mark, Mark doesn't. <laughs> uh, you know so. what, too? We're all a little tired out after TGS. Like, I yes. mean, I don't know about you guys, but the three or four yes. days following the show. Well, Hiroko, you were busy, like crazy busy working. You were like working every yeah. day, all day. You looked like you were going to like pass out at the end. But like, I felt like that. <laughs> right. I didn't work nearly as hard. I mean, during TGS, I mostly just was like, you know, going back and forth to the show, seeing people and stuff. But after it was right. over, man, for like three days, I like didn't want to get out of bed. It was just like totally beat Dude, down. Yes. It's like super hot and humid here. 50 million people in town from overseas wanted to hang out, wanted to do this, wanted to do that. By the time it was over, I was like ready to die. I was shocked that you guys were still going out on Saturday night, all yeah. night. Okay, it- wasn't going out out right well i understand but like you know entertaining we had, like, people we still right. had like two did we have like two business meetings right and, and, then, the, and then there's drinks yeah. and then there's this and i mean that, we so. have to catch everybody when everybody's in yeah. town right. so it just it's just you know that week that it's we business. have to it's all business i will say some through, cool but. some cool stuff happened over tgs that you know we'll probably be able to talk about in like eight months or something some cool, <laughs> projects yeah. going on, cool so. stuff happened yeah. yes. and our party was a huge success oh yeah that's right we yeah. never really talked about the party here. right mm-hmm. we um, had 440 people yeah. Party, yeah and we had a very special guest who is who is mr Alnuma. Creator. Isn't that amazing? Yes. I don't know what you mean our party. It's like it sounds like something you you dream up or something. Yeah, and then um, Hip Tanaka DJed at our party, yes, and awesome. And of course, I mean, I mean, everybody Kimito else that Ueda came was, was there. yeah, that was there. Everybody else that was there was um, special, of course. But uh, <laughs> yeah, among those special people, uh, right, yeah, right. there was a special Aonuma-san. So. Yeah. So every year before TGS, we we've been doing this for like nine years now, actually, yeah. before mm-hmm. 84 even existed. Um, we kind of put together a big party for, you know, everybody in Japan, but everybody who's coming out to Japan for the show as sort of like a, inspired by the E3 parties of old, where basically everybody would get together during like every night of E3 and just kind yeah, of have a big party. Yeah, the first party started out as, as like a 25 people party. Right. Yeah. It was just our it was more group. than that, but yeah, it was like well, 25, I, 50 people. It was pretty small. Yeah. 
Were you guys all like excited when 50 people showed up? You were like, fuck yeah. Well, the first one, I wasn't even involved in the the organizing part. But then, you know, people seemed to have a good time. So, you know, it's like, okay, maybe if we like actually organize this, like how many people are going to show up? And then for the second one, like 100 people showed up. And I was like, wow. That's pretty good for... Second time, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it's grown over the years, but that was really fun. And, yes. uh, but that's also really tiring, too, so that's probably another reason why we were so worn out. Right. At I, I, th- I think during the whole week, most of the time I saw Hiroko in the office, she had, like, something in her mouth or, like, a something cold. Something in my mouth? Like, as, in, <laughs> as in, like, you were eating you were eating and, you know, moving at the that's same true. time. That's true, yeah. I didn't it, have, it, like, no, if, if, she, if she were to stop, she would just fall over. So. Seriously, like, at one point, I wasn't even able to take the train back because I keep missing the stop that I have to right. get off. That's right, you were like falling asleep oh. on the train. Oh, no. <laughs> They're falling asleep for just being a days that, you know, like my brain just not functioning and I just had to hop out of the train and take a cab and That's I'm crazy. like... crazy. You really are Japanese. You, you're like totally <laughs> doing like the Japanese like salary man, like Seriously. Hard, and like, like and you know, <laughs> the end result of that is just collapsing from tiredness. So I yeah. just don't want to be like that. Yeah. So, so that's- And that's why I took my trip to... Yes, that was very smart, wise timing. On Indeed. That. And so that's why we're all a little kind of casual and out of it today. <laughs> so. Just a little bit. Okay, so uh, Dark Souls, anybody? I think yeah. you, right? You're yeah, yeah I, I think I'm the only one. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I actually I got the game on Thursday, but I wasn't able to play it on Thursday (laughs) (laughs) because they were having some issues so it started out like on uh, before the game actually came out people Uh, got it uh, broke the street date and actually the big story coming out of the uh, uh, Japan before the game came out was that uh, uh, From Software was sending in uh, overpowered players to kill people who broke street date which is so awesome which is a great idea it's a really cool (laughs) idea but like kind of under all that there was a whole bunch of rumors going around that the game was crashing a whole bunch right Mm -hmm. and it turned out that was the case so from like released a patch the day the game came out to quote unquote improve online performance Hmm. but it turns out that made things worse right so much so that you or at least me and some other people that I know uh, after making the character and watching the intro, the game would immediately freeze unless wow. you had logged off of PlayStation Network completely. Right. Mm-hmm. So wait. So did you you spend all that? I know. You, I saw you tweet that you spent like thirty minutes making I your did. character. Did you have to do that all over again? I had to do it all over oh, again. Man. And you know, and it wow. like I just I had no will to do it. I you know <laughs> I, I I understand. I I made this character that kind of looked like me, <laughs> and I was like, I think this your character now is just like the total like default. Yeah, <laughs> like whatever. It, it's it's the, the default black guy with. The, <laughs> Which, by the way, looks a little, I don't know, kind of racist. He's like, he looks like really goofy. But anyways, um, so yeah, the, <laughs> a couple days later, last two, this Tuesday, they released the patch that fixed it online, and now you can play online. There are still some bugs. Uh, apparently, like, there are NPCs that disappear and oh, stuff no. like that. Well, I heard there's another patch coming the, to, today, actually. Right, they're, they're working on that. From Software has been awesome about, you know handling these bugs and well, stuff like awesome, that. Well, awesome, but I mean, they shouldn't have had all these bugs yeah. in the right. first place. I just, it it like, makes me wonder, like, were you guys playing on... Did the, didn't you bug test this Seriously, sort of thing? like, yeah. how does this happen? How does a game come out with, like, crashes that, like, basically destroy the game, pretty much? Like, they had to take the whole thing offline, or, yeah. or at least tell people to get offline. Well, they, no, like, you, you, you could not play. You were... couldn't get online. That's just amazing. But, <laughs> but you still had to lock off PSN to actually play the game. Right. Right. Hmm. So, Bad times. but yeah, but I so finally how got, is the game? Though? I finally, I finally like, got to play it, 
And I, you know, I played it once last Saturday. Wait, we I, should preface this by saying you, you, had, you didn't really play Demon Souls, right? I have not ever. This will be my first entry into the series. Okay. So I didn't know what I was doing. I, I, I uh, did like a, a, he's a, I don't know what the English equivalent is, but it's the character that does curses. It's not the magician, but he's like a, he looks kind of like a barbarian and he does curses. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the English is. Anyways, so like I, I traditionally play mage classes in games, but um, okay. anyway, so I start playing. And I'm dying a lot. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> and I'm just dying. And like, I, I get, you know, I honestly, I get pretty frustrated. I'm kind of like, okay, I thought I could handle this whole dying thing, but I couldn't. <laughs> and so I. It's, tra- it's traumatic, dude. Yeah, it is very traumatic. And, you know, it's funny because uh, I put the game down. I was like, I'll, maybe I'll come back in another day. And like, you know, we went off and played Monster Hunter and all that stuff. The very next day, uh, my PS3 dies. <laughs> That's right. And so that's I couldn't right. play it for a while. <laughs> and uh, well, anyways, that's a that's a long story. But I fixed my PS3 yesterday and I finally got to get some good time with Demon uh, Dark Souls. And kind of the same thing happened. Um, when you kept dying. Right. Well, that's so, what they say, right? Isn't the whole thing about that game is essentially you, you basically spend like the first several hours of the game dying more yeah. or less in different mm. ways, different interesting <laughs> and frustrating ways. Right. So I got, you know, I get out of the tutorial mode. I actually memorized it. Like I have no problem getting out of the tutorial now because <laughs> I died so many times. But I get to the first level. And so like I'm here and like everything in this game, when you're playing this game, everything is scary. Every time you go through like a doorway or anything, you uh-huh. just... It's like something is going to come out and kill me. So it's like if you're so like, like me, who's so tense. tense, right? So I'm tense right. the whole time, and, uh-huh. and and you guys know me. I'm a total worry ward. You are, yes. and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. And so like I find two different ways to go um, because now it's online. I can see all the notes that people are leaving on the ground. Right, and, and giving you hints about what right. they're doing. And so Abandon one of the... all hope you enter here, basically. <laughs> well, there, there, there are stuff like that. There's a lot of notes on the ground that are just like, ah, this is too much, you know. But there was one that was like, if you go this way, there's treasure. And I'm like, yes, treasure. So I went down this way, and I find, like, five, five treasure boxes. And they've got, like, weapons and, like, really good stuff in there. So I'm like, cool. But I'm in this area, and I'm like, well, how do I get out of here? Uh-huh. And I find this little pathway, and I fall down. And then all of a sudden, these skeletons start turning into skeletons with swords and shields and i'm like oh fuck so i fight these guys and i can't kill them like they're too strong and i run away oh Oh, you run away i didn't i didn't die but i ran away i I just kept running and then i ran into more skeletons and more skeletons and then i go down this pathway like there's this it was a pathway along a cliff so it was really narrow and like i had to like you know, because you can fall you off can things fall, right? really easily. Right. And, like, I go, and then there's this cave, and I'm running, and I'm like, this cave, oh, my God, there's got to be some fucking crazy shit in that cave, but I've got to go because I can't turn back because I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And I go in the cave, and uh, I, you know, I wait. I wait for the skeletons. Only two come after me. And I'm like, okay, I can take these guys. But I couldn't. I kept getting hit, and then I kept healing, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to win, so I'm going to go deeper into this cave. And uh, it turns out the cave is more like a sewer system, and I'm walking in, and like I, uh, it open, it kind of opens up, but it's all pitch black, so I can't really tell what's going on. But I, I immediately look to my left, and I see these floating skulls, and then the skulls start glowing, and then they start shaking, and I'm like, and then I look to the right, and there's another skeleton coming after me. And then I'm like, okay, fuck, this is fucking bad. I'm going to run away. <laughs> and as soon as I start running away, the skeletons, the skulls explode. Ooh. And, like, it's a huge explosion, and I die. 
and you it's it's crazy because and then I went another way and I ended up ended up getting wait, wait, killed wait, by ghosts. But when you die, don't you have to like go back to your body? You have to go back to your body to retrieve souls. Souls are like experience points, right? right but isn't and, isn't there like a whole like different section after you die? Like uh, different section of the game. That, I not mean, like really, because when you, game? I, I think it worked differently in Demon Souls. I wasn't. I'm not really this sure. This is the part where we sound really bad because we don't know how Demon Souls work. Right. Because I didn't play it much either. So but so but. far from what I can gather is like when you die, um, you you start over back at a campfire, which uh-huh. is like a checkpoint, and you can choose to just do whatever you want, or you can go as back to your body and yeah, as a ghost. Right. So isn't it like kind of made for you to die so you could like explore the ghost? Well, it's it's all the same. Like the area is no different. It's just mm-hmm. that whether you want to be a weakened guy with lower souls, so you mm-hmm. can't level up quicker or whatever, or you just you know give all up. All right. So I have a question. When you Go were ahead. playing the game, and because you're playing the Japanese version, right. Were all your hints Japanese? Do you see all hints from overseas players as well? No. Are they on the same servers? Because. Someone said that the director of the game said that people could play together from different regions. I, you know what? The, I think the way that you... Oh, leave, wait. It's not out yet in America, though, right? I, it's not. But yeah. the way you leave comments is not... You're not, like, typing out specialized messages. You're, like, selecting things from a drop-down menu. preset messages. Oh. Preset messages. Wait, you can't type your own messages? No, but you mix and match different words and stuff like okay. that. So it's, it's actually pretty powerful. Is there, like, a limit? Uh, yeah, there is a limit. Okay. Um, but yeah, the thing is, like, they do that so people can't just be like, go here and do this and do that. It's got it's got to be you a don't little want vague. Them to be too be clear. With the rules right. Yeah. The comments right. are vague, so we can possibly assume those comments are automatically translated. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is because that's <laughs> that kinda, would make sense. That was yeah, how yeah. it was in uh, Fantasy Star Online. Oh, right. Right. Um. So yeah, cool. but eventually. So do you like it? I I do, and but. The thing is, like, I just didn't know what I was doing, and I kept dying, and I got frustrated, and I went to YouTube, and I was like, well, what am I doing wrong? And it turns out I was, I was going the, totally the wrong way. <laughs> so oh. so like, they were lying to you, basically. Right. Well, it wasn't they were lying to me. It's just that, like, it's kind of an open game. Kind of I went see. And you can, you can choose where you want to go, but I you was choosing... the difficult path. I was choosing the path You chose that, poorly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I guess you're going to play more of the game? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I'm oh, interested... Oh, so the, now we... Next time, I guess we'll be able to hear you the the right how to play the game in the right way. <laughs> right, I will be a pro. To be. You'll be a pro. Time. Awesome. All right, yes. I'm gonna play it too. I'm gonna get the U.S. version right because uh, I I want to play it. Um, because the Japanese in that game with the items and everything, it's just it's advanced. It is very difficult. So, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's very beautiful. Uh, the game is one of the best looking games I've seen on the PS3. Mm. It keeps this. It has the same style as Demon Souls, right? right. The sort of realistic, sort of Western fantasy. Yeah, like. and and the, that kind of fantasy is really cool because like once you leave the tutorial zone, like this gigantic crow, like the size of a a Rathalos, if you understand what I'm talking about, <laughs> comes up and picks you up and then takes you to the Stop actual. Stop talking in your nice. codes. <laughs> most, your yeah, code. most people don't understand. That, well, so. like a giant, like a size of a giant dragon, but mm-hmm. it's like a crow. It's, cool. it's it's all really crazy. Well, well my plan is, awesome. and this has been a plan for a long time, but I think I'm actually going to do it. Is I'm going to play Demon Souls for the next couple of weeks while I wait for Dark Souls to show mm. up. So my US copy. So yeah, we'll I'm interested to see what you think because I know Mark played it for like ten hours or something. Really? He, yeah, he played. He was kind of getting into it, and then he was like, he stopped because it was like he knew that if he was gonna, you know, if for him he could tell he's gonna have to put in like tons and tons of hours, and he didn't have that kind of time. Right. So right. Was like I better stop now. Yeah, I can only play this game when my my kid's asleep because I'm just afraid that it's too scary. <laughs> <laughs> Your kid goes to sleep at like one in the morning or something. So when the hell do you play? Get, well, uh, late, pretty late. <laughs> he goes the to sleep. He technically goes horror. to sleep at eleven. 
All right. But anyways, uh, we've also been playing uh, The Legend of Zelda, Four yes. Swords. Four Swords. For the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's been great fun. It yeah. is. It's been it's fun. It's pretty it awesome fun. when it doesn't disconnect. I don't, yeah. I, I'm actually super curious if anyone else is having this problem or if it's mm. like one of our 3DSs is just faulty or something. But like twice now probably Brendan's. while playing... <laughs> Um, we disconnected, like we lost, our, and, and the second time it was like we were at the end, like talking about to, to get our score. Yeah. yeah, and we disconnected. Which pretty, is like, I'm pretty uh, sure I won that. No, I, was, I won I it. Came in first. <laughs> well, you, you all can think you won, but right. you'll never know because the game disconnected. But apart from that, I think it's actually really, really fun. Yeah, it was it a is lot extremely of fun. fun. Yes, it's mm-hmm. an old game. It's a Game Boy Advance game, so you know some of us have played it before, but mm-hmm. um, now it's 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 played wirelessly, and there's some new levels and stuff that we haven't unlocked yet, mm-hmm. but that like take place in the Game Boy game and in the Super Nintendo Zelda and the original and the original Nintendo Zelda, Zelda, like on yes. those maps. I really want to awesome. play that. Yeah, but we like have I wish to they would the other ones first though. Yeah. I wish they would change the sprite, the Zelda sprite as well, to look like the old the old right. bank or whatever. That would be <laughs> kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, we the the levels are really short. I was actually kind of surprised that you know you could probably beat most of the stage in like ten ten minutes. Each stage in like ten minutes, right? Yeah. And it's it's perfect for after lunch yeah. game time, right? Right. right. Yes, it's kind of designed. I think it's designed to be able to pick up and play in short mm. bursts because right. you know getting people together is already kind of a, 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 exactly. a work in itself. So. Right. Mm-hmm. And I like being a dick. A total you, dick. You yeah, really you are said a it. Dick, I, I was guy. waiting for somebody dick. to say that. <laughs> and, <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> because that's how you play. You got to be ruthless. No. You got to go in there and you got you are in competition with everybody else to get rubies. We're supposed to be cooperating, Sometimes. JJ. We're friends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. See, but I, when it comes to rubies. You make it easy for me to want to be a jerk because you, you know, that's <laughs> how it works. It's like, like well, for example, Hiroko played with us today for the first time. I, yeah. could, I, I couldn't once like knock her off a ledge or anything i tried to help her because like i just naturally like she's i feel bad she's new she's she's a female i want to be kind to her but you it's like you know you you're like the one who's like running for the door first yes. trying to get the chest first knocking people off the ledges or whatever. And that makes me want to do it to you too. you got to learn the hard way that's that's all i gotta say well, my, my natural play style i think School if, of hard if i'm not influenced by you upsetting me is to basically like for example like we did this a little bit yesterday is i will play nice for a while yes. yeah. but then when like push comes to shove like i'm the literally guy who, like, yes. knock brendan off the ledge when he's not <laughs> he looking exactly well, that's that's what you gotta yeah, do I, I noticed that brendan is the nice nicest player i think he has, Unless, it, except to jj yeah. right. because I, <laughs> well, we're, two of us are like his boss right so what's he gonna do like knock us off the ledge or whatever he's, he's, so, so he spends his time attacking player. me and and then at least this time we were able to leave him behind us for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a point where there's this moving platform and John and Hiroko got on first and knocked me and Brendan off. And I was like, I was about to be like, Brendan, let's work together to, you know, screw, screw John you. And, and Hiroko. But no, Brendan's like, no, 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 no. And like I try to get on and he hits me with a sword and I'm like sitting there waiting. And so you sat there for like a good five minutes. Well, it wasn't that long, but like it was at least, you know, 20 seconds. And like as he was leaving, I had my bow and arrow. And I was trying to shoot him because you, you missed. Can, when people go off screen, you can kind of see where they are. But uh, I was I was trying to shoot him. I didn't get I didn't get uh, him. No. Anyway, it's fun though. It's kind of yeah, crazy fun. fun, and it's free. I mean, you know, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm a little upset about the disconnects, but I don't really know why it's happening. Probably yet, so. the most fun I've had on my 3ds so far uh, ever. Probably, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's a really good game. So yeah, Ooh, it should have yeah. been online for sure. They need to yes. make it online in the future. Like, yeah, but but I feel like that game does need voice chat. Like without voice chat, it's just like. That's true. There's the communication aspect is pretty important, yeah. like telling people. Because remember, yeah, we were fighting. Yeah, that's true. But we 
there's only one way to play is like to play together, right? You can't play with now, each other. Right, right, right. But we're yeah. saying like it would be nice though if you could get online well, and play with people. If you get online, that's true. Because yeah. you know we were fighting that boss that had different colors. Right. right. You, you have that would to, be impossible. You have only, to tell each other talking different yeah. information. Right. The only way to win is to tell like Hiroko, your color is on the right. 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 Yeah. And blah 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 blah. Hmm. So yeah. So that that was fun. Cool. Yeah, that was fun. Also in Zelda Land, just like a little side note here, mm. is I, I finally picked up Twilight Princess again after three years and two months mm-hmm. of not having played it. <laughs> um, you being the number one Zelda fan, super fan. Right, but I mean, Twilight Princess just turned me off early on because um, I, you know, the wolf I, the wolf scenes in the beginning or whatever, I just, I don't like them. And like the collecting tears stuff was just like very not Zelda-like to me. It was very like too much fetch quest, like not interesting gameplay. Yeah. Turned me off, but um, I, I finally came back to it because I'm all amped up for a Skyward Sword, and I right. want to kind of get back into it. And um, I, I finished the third. I'm up to the Lake Hillia, I guess. And um, apparently, according to the internet, like I've just passed the last really annoying like tier collecting segment. Yeah. So it gets better from here. So I'm the game, yeah, the it. game it does get better. I don't think it has like the high points of uh, um, the, the previous other games. games. Yeah. But I heard the dungeon designs are really good. I know a lot of people really like the game. Mm. And I'm playing the GameCube version, the real version. <laughs> so, yeah. The left-handed version. Right. Correct. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what else? So uh, I've been playing, thanks to John TV, the his his graciousness has given me the chance to play the Diablo 3 beta. Because I couldn't get off the like <laughs> title screen. Like, I couldn't even get to the title screen. Well, you, well, you know... Because my computer just can't handle I, it. I, I didn't, didn't want to rub it in or, like, you know, tell you this, but you are using a MacBook Air. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, I, I told you from day one, but it's likely not going to work. I right. mean, but I still had to try. But, uh, so, I'm loving it so far. Like, I I was kind of curious because, you know, Torchlight came out in between Diablo 2 and Diablo 3. And right. people kind of think that as the game to beat right now. Right. And I feel like Diablo 3... The, the loot game to beat. The loot yeah. game to beat. Right. And I feel like Diablo 3 takes it much further. Like, yeah. they, you can tell that Blizzard learned a whole bunch of shit from WoW. And that's, you know, that, that experience made Diablo 3, like... More than just like a sequel to Diablo two, more of a sequel to even WoW, I think. And so, and what's the in the things. what's in the beta that you can actually play? So you can get to level ten. There's like a, maybe like the first three hours of the game. It's Is not it just even, one area. It's 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 multiple areas. It's not. It's kind of different than uh, the layout of Diablo two. You start out in a town. And you go into a field, but then you go into, uh, you know, this is all sounding similar, but you go into like a, 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 dungeon. a dungeon and then you leave again and then you're back out in the forest and you go to another dungeon. It's it's more like of a, a path. That so you're it's linear. It's more linear. It's than- a little bit more Wait, linear. So is this what the real game is going to be like or is this designed specifically for the beta? I don't know, but I okay. think it's probably going to be like that. Okay. But, but it sounds lame. Oh, it's linear or whatever. But like the this game's like coolest thing is that it's it's mostly random but it never feels that way like you'll be going through a forest and like you'll on a random playthrough like i've played through it several times and like there will be like a this huge tree with a a dungeon in it Mm -hmm. and it's it wasn't there before it wasn't there on my first second or third playthrough but it was on the fourth it's like a two level dungeon like a full-on thing and like sometimes they're as small as like one room but sometimes they're huge and like that kind of random stuff is really mm, awesome. And that's like, pretty cool. The layouts never feel random either. Like it's just uh, so it's hard to tell that it's like a bunch of pieces yeah. kind of plugged together. And, and, and some of it, some of it isn't random. There are parts that are obviously not random, but just like uh, and you so can great. play every class in the beta. You can play every class. 
Uh, I haven't played the Demon Hunter yet, but she's or that class kind of seems like the least interesting to me. So I saw you you tweeting like the ending screen or whatever. Like, how do you finish the beta? Like, you just beat this one boss. Oh, okay, oh, okay. right. And then that's the end of the beta. Right, and that's the end. Of and the then beta. can you go back and continue playing that character, or do you just yep. have to start over? Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. Right, I'm only level nine. On I, I beat it with the wizard class, and I'm only level nine. I want to get to level ten. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I wanted to try all the other classes before. I might have to just come to your house and play it. It sounds like that's going to be the only way I get to try it. So. Hey, you guys can come over anytime. I'm free this weekend. Well, I'm super excited about that game, but yeah. Yeah, it seems like it's still a ways off. They delayed it, right? Or they didn't they announce it's not coming yeah, so I think, early next yeah. year now? People were expecting it in 2011. Well, mm-hmm. no one was expecting it in 2011. I actually thought they were going to Right, but it, so- it sounded like it might have come out in that time period, but it looks like it's going to be the beginning of 2012. All right, uh, one cool, cool thing that I noticed that is awesome is, and nobody cares but um, <laughs> I'm sure people care maybe nobody I, I care I want to play there this. is an item that you get very early on in the game that allows you to sell anything in your bag even when you're in a dungeon really that's cool yeah wait what is it like how, how does that work it just it's like a it's like a pouch that turns weapon, or items into gold <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, but it, it's super convenient Right, because you could sell stuff anyway. Right, right. So you really don't have to like jump back to town all the time if you're right. If you're a smart player, like I, I, I never have to jump back to town. In fact, and uh, like the the bag management in the game is is a lot better. You can fit a lot more in your bag. You're not gonna like, you know, move that super huge halberd in, into like the corner of your or halberd or whatever. Right. <laughs> Into the corner of oh, your bag right, to fit like in other things. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it, did the whole thing with using real money or whatever, I guess obviously that's not going to take place in I the beta. don't think so. The auction house is in. Um, I don't know if there's uh, money stuff going around, but I did buy something off the auction house. Using money? Just the uh, in-game money. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. And uh, yeah, so, you know, people who are hating on the art style, you guys are fucking crazy. The game has... <laughs> Like, mood just dripping out of its pores. Everything is creepy. And the game is just super fun. Hmm. I didn't think... I, like, I, like I said earlier, I typically ma- uh, play mage classes. But I think, like, the, the barbarian is super fun. Like, when you smash, a, like, a zombie in the skull with your axe or whatever, he goes flying across the screen. And just yeah, I heard, really like, good. physics are, like, a big deal yeah. this time. Oh, so, so good. Well, cool. All right. Yes. Well, Very awesome. Yeah. More on that, I guess, as it gets closer to coming out. <laughs> right. Yes. We actually play the real So game, did you guys play anything else in the past week or so? I have not played uh, much of any. I played, uh, I bought Radiant Silver Gun for the You did. Oh, you did. It's really hard. I didn't remember <laughs> Wait, the game being so hard. No, I had it, but oh, I didn't okay. remember it being that hard. It was really hard. How's the port? Uh, perfect. The, really? the music mm. is still as awesome as I remember it. Uh, the graphics are are nice. I think there's there's even a setting that you can set the transparencies to the like the lattice style um, Sega Saturn. Oh really? Right. Mm-hmm. Not not you know pseudo uh, uh, transparencies. <laughs> right, right. And stuff like that. It's it's a really well done port mm-hmm. and it looks good. Oh, speaking of ports, I bought the Eco and Shadow collection. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. You guys <laughs> probably all got that too. Right? Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, I got it. Here. You got it. Yeah, I got the Japanese mm-hmm. versions, which are sadly on two separate discs. <laughs> And that is costs annoying. kind of a lot of money. I mean, compared to the U.S. version, but um, the U.S. version came out this week. Came out this week, and it's on one disc, and mm-hmm. it has extra bonus features that the Japanese one doesn't have. Sadly, right. like it has those um, those interviews and stuff. But do the uh, does the American version have like the the awesome illustrated instruction booklets and the the book that, that comes I don't, with it? I don't know. No, no, the American version doesn't come with the book. The American special edition stuff is all on the disc, so it's right. both games on one disc. 
um, and then whatever other extra content is on the disc. But in the Japanese special edition, you get both games in one package with a really nice case um, and then a book. And the book right. is full of like art, some interviews, some other stuff. It's got like a fold-out. Um, what is on the fold-out, actually? I didn't open it up, did you? I don't remember. Yeah, I, d- I didn't, I didn't want to like... I, like I was, you didn't like, want to sell it? With kid gloves, <laughs> I was touching that thing. Right. Uh, but one thing I was really surprised about the packaging was that the instruction manuals are amazing. They're like... They're you the know, same as they were before. Really? So they're the same as the PS2 versions were in Japan. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, yeah they that's were how they were not. In, yeah. They were not like that in America. Super classy looking. Very yeah, like so nicely awesome. designed. Yeah. So well done. Yeah. A lot of care went into that package. And the games, mm. the ports. I mean, as far as I can tell, seem really good. Right. Um, you know, Mark is still a hater. Yeah, Mark is still a hater. You know, <laughs> I went back and played it. So I don't. I definitely want. I definitely don't want to speak for him on this because this is something he's not happy about. But right. like, you know, he was complaining about the camera. I went back and played it, and I don't. I don't really see it. Like. I don't either. The camera control is very subtle. It's like you actually have to get used to moving your thumb, your right thumb, like very slowly and carefully. Mm-hmm. But you do get used to it. And I feel like it's really, that was one of my favorite things about Eco in the beginning was that you could look anywhere, like pretty much anywhere. And you right. could move the camera at any time. The one thing I will say, though, is like the camera is obviously programmed to do certain things. Like the camera thinks you're going to do this when you go to like one area. Right. I'm moving my hands around here. You can't see it. But then the camera, like, if you actually do something else, the camera still does what it thought you were going yeah. to do, and then the camera gets all weird. Like, it's like it's kind of, like, all in a weird position. Does that happen a lot while you're playing the game? It happened to me a lot, yeah, because, like, basically, the camera basically just wants to go one way while you're going another way, and it's slow, so it doesn't catch up with you very fast. So mm. that I could see being really frustrating. But, I yeah. mean, you, it's not like we didn't know about you know, this. You know, and, and, like, I feel like that's really never a problem like i never had a problem where like i couldn't see what i wanted to do like there was never any like camera getting in the way moments for me right but i could see that i, I mean again this is just a port so it's i mean it's an hd port but it's not like they reprogrammed the game but if it was a remake i would want to see a better camera for sure but. sure yeah but the textures are great the new lighting is great yeah so basically, um, what's the new features? I guess the beautiful visuals. It's just that the graphics are the better. Graphics yeah, the are graphics better. are better. The, the frame rate in Shadow of the Colossus is a solid 30 frames a second. That game had a lot of slowdown before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, sometimes it, it the you know the flaws of the of the older graphics shine through. Like for example, like um, the horse, the horse's hair. Right. looks it's so crystal clear now that you can kind of see that it's just like kind of some flat polygons like that's unfortunate what about the like the background really... in that game because the background was kind of blurry and beautiful but right no i mean it's just all it is now is just higher res so you can see further away there's less pop in there's mm. you know it's moved smooth but it still looks great it looks mm. really really good i'm curious to see the last boss in shadow of the Colossus. see if it's still yeah actually because that was like that thing crunched <laughs> yeah it was like 10 frames a second basically on the <laughs> ps2 version right I, the thing is though i i went and got the first trophy in both games and mm-hmm. then i stopped like i was so excited for it and so ready for it but then when i actually sat down and played it i don't know that i'm gonna go through it all again because like it, it is work like it yeah. is they're both long games and not entirely rewarding all the time. Like, they're frustrating and difficult sometimes, you know? Mm. So I felt like, ah, oh, well, yeah, I'll probably do, like, one Colossus a month or something for, like, <laughs> right. the next year. Well, you know, I it bought it, once. like, I don't do this often, but I bought it, like, totally for the collector's port right. uh, portion of it. I, mm. Like, I love those the games. The pure consumer. Like, yeah, well, like, I don't usually do this, but this is the one time I will make an exception because these games are, like, very important games, I right. feel. so you're not going right. to sell it. I'm not going to sell it. Never. Those will be in my collection forever. I'm actually going to be working out of Sony's office next week. And Brad told me, our friend Brad from Sony, that if I bring it with me, he'll have a way to sign it. But I, I don't think I'm going to do that, though. Really? Can you bring mine? Why not? I want to be that guy. Like, it's just please, like, please bring mine. <laughs> we'll He's see. still going to make be, be that, that guy, guy for me. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. 
Okay, so uh, let's get into some, some some get into some news here. News. Um, do you want to start out with uh, Monster Hunter, John? What's the news of Monster Hunter? I don't well, there's not it. much, but you know, Mark's not here. We can kind of <laughs> we talk can about Monster Hunter. No, Mark no, won't let us no. talk about Monster Hunter for more than a minute at a time. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so your time is just two minutes. <laughs> all right. They announced that uh, seat, so. all of the tri monsters that are in third that have subspecies are also in tri G. Right, they did. And they announced uh, that it's going to have Street Pass, although I don't know what that functionality is going to be. I'm curious. Here, that sounds like it could be exciting. Uh, yeah. Maybe items? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the the thing, the one big news that came out this week, but it's not news at all, I mean, for but for Monster Hunter fans, is that there's a, like, sort of option where you have, like, you can play only local play. There's no online play, apparently. Yeah, right. Sucks. But there's this option to, like, search for a friend's port. A port is essentially your lobby in this mm. game. So it's hmm. like... If you're only playing locally in the same room, why would you need to search for someone's port? I don't understand. I, I, I still feel like that's probably because there will be multiple people. Right. I can I can imagine like that for people who go to like Akihabara or something and yeah, there's like 50 exactly but that, right but exactly. Is it really that the PSP did the same thing? They didn't have you didn't have to search for other people's rooms or whatever. Maybe that was maybe that caused problems and people would end up getting dropped off in other people's um, right. I guess. rooms. But I mean, doesn't it just make a lot more sense if the game were online to have that feature? Well, like, of course. So uh, it just makes <laughs> right. me wonder. Well, it's it's just more convenient to find John's room than it is, like, you know, room 32. You know, I guess so. But, or maybe, you know, it could be something, God, I hope it's not a bad thing, but it could tie into friend code somehow or something. Maybe you, like, have to, like, search via your friend <laughs> oh, list. That would be horrible. Uh, be horrible. <laughs> my eyes were rolling in my yeah, head. So. And so, um, along with the news of all that stuff, we mm-hmm. uh, also picked up uh, some drinks that came out this week. <laughs> Monster Hunter themed. So wait, are we, are we going to do this? Are we going to do this right now? Let's do it. Um, for those who don't know, Dakirashi is a drink in Monster Hunter Portable 3rd that gives you uh, what we translated in... Um, or I guess we didn't translate it. It may have been in we may the have, I don't remember. Um, yeah. But it's Ultra Lucky Cat that gives you extra items at the end of a mission if you win. Right. <clears throat> and so this, uh, we, we saw this on the net yesterday and we're like, we have to try this. Right. Anytime like, a game-themed drink comes out in Japan, and it happens a lot. Hang on, hang on, guys. We'll all open no, them at the same right. time so this we can minimize probably... the annoying sounds. But basically... This looks good. You think yeah. so? <laughs> it well, basically, it's a mango well, lushy. Whenever a mango lassi, right. Whenever lassi. these... Um, you know, drinks come out like they had the Dragon Quest slime drinks that tasted which were like terrible. disgusting, like battery acid. And there was they potion, had, and potion <laughs> which tasted even worse. <laughs> I just got a straw in already. We're going to drink this at the same time so that we don't have like. Okay, then uh, let's do it. But uh, but this one is yeah, it's a mango flavored Lucky Lashy. It's like a coffee drink. It's like a little cup, a plastic cup with a with a lid, and um, they just came out two days ago. And so, for those who don't know, a lashi is a kind of yogurt type drink that uh, you is often Indian served food, with right? uh, yes. Indian curry and stuff. Yeah, food. it's good to ooh. It kind of it's kind of like a Capri Sun. You poke your straw into it, yes. right? And so, yeah. So we're gonna, we're <laughs> no gonna do smells this. so far. Okay, so uh, <laughs> all right, are so we let's gonna, go. We're gonna do okay, this. Okay, right, right, wait. Ready? Cheers. Cheers. Uh, here, I'll go pick up pick up your drinks. <laughs> just take pictures of it. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. Here we go. Yum. That's that's a, um, um disappointing because it's good. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It, it kind of has a weird good. aftertaste. Um, but it is. Uh, I think that's what you call mango. Yeah, it's it's it, it's, it's a, really it's a, good. It's a mango lashi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the first game drink I've ever had that was good. That that makes this a little less exciting. We were. Yeah. Kind of, I was kind of <laughs> right. looking forward to hearing people like making sounds like they were going to throw up. But well, it's funny because you know most of the time game drinks are. Like energy drinks, right? Right. And they're just made of random crap. That's... Remember the Final Fantasy potions? They were terrible. Oh, dude. it was disgusting. And then the remakes that they did, like the different, uh, you know, uh, the Final Fantasy Thirteen characters. Right. Was, 
Most, I think people only bought those for the figurines. That's they didn't yeah, want the drinks. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah, but this yeah. is actually pretty decent. Yeah. Say. Well, it says um, the flavor um, takes you to heaven. Is that what so it, it says? says heaven, <laughs> heavenly taste. So, so this right. kills you, basically. <laughs> right. I guess so. Well, now basically, if we go outside and kill any animals, we should get better rewards from Yay. them. Yay! So, so we should go kill animals now. Um, mm. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, so okay. Moving right along. <laughs> Next time there's a, a new game drink out, we'll try this again. Yes. Uh, Tokyo Game Show Ooh. serves a record-breaking 222,000 people. Dude, I heard the uh, the public days were like a madhouse. A oh, wow. madhouse. Horrifying. I did not go on the public yeah, days. Yeah, hell no. <laughs> what were the people going for on the public days? I have I'm no curious. idea. I'm guessing Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter and Vita mm. were the two big things. Like I hear like Vita closed, the Vita lines closed like within the first 10 minutes and like mm, mm, mm. there was like a six hour wait or something like that. <sighs> what about the Gribus? I don't think people were going <laughs> to play the games. Yeah. At the really? I kept I kept seeing pictures and it was mostly empty. Like oh, a lot really? of really bored looking. Yeah, yeah. Days. We might have mentioned this last time, but Gree is who is like this big mobile game publisher here in Japan. Um, you know, had the biggest booth of the show. It's and huge like, and spent empty. a lot of money, obviously, showing a lot of stuff. But yeah, it was it wasn't it wasn't like an attraction for most people. I don't think. Right. So biggest ever, even though the show itself is shrinking. Yeah. Uh, it's going to happen again next year. September twentieth to the right through the twenty third. So yeah, I mean, basically, I think the reason that it's getting bigger and bigger is because of stuff like Monster Hunter. Though, like, if there was no Monster Hunter there, I don't know. The fact that there was no level five there this year right. makes me surprised painful. that it got so big. And yeah, speaking but- of level five, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. level five is going to have their huge big ass event on mm-hmm. October fifteenth called uh, Level Five uh, World. Yeah. Which is uh, first for them. They they forewent going to TGA. Well, they had a booth, but it was just like a rest area, right? Uh, because they're having they used to always feeling... have like the biggest booth in TGS. Yep. So right. this was a big change. So, I think that little seating area was probably them feeling guilty and still wanting to put a little money into TGS. Right. So they're like, okay, we'll put a place for people to sit yeah. down. Basically. They didn't have any booth bays, people just sitting around. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. It was a nice little area. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, they're going to have their Level 5 World on the 15th, and it's going to last all weekend. It's going to yeah. be a Tokyo big site. That's, oh, yeah. 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 So this is a big venue. jump up from last year when they had a little, three. I mean, it wasn't little, but it was like a three-hour right. event in yeah. a hotel or whatever, and like that's it. Right, right. But this but is like, like a big weekend site thing. It's like a huge venue. Like they used to have a T- TGS there, like several years ago, and then mm. Nintendo ha- has their events there. Like that's yeah. how right. big, big that venue is. A, is a huge thing, and Co- it's much closer to Tokyo, so it I is, think it's yeah. much easier to get to than where TGS is, which is Makuhari Messe, which is way out in the middle of nowhere. But mm. so, what's the deal though? Why does it need to be a weekend? Is this so that fans can come and play? The right, game they're going to have all sorts of events for their games. They're going to have like you know, Inazuma Eleven Go Fan Appreciation Festival. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, Senki, uh, Although I guess it's called Little Battlers. At yeah, the little moment. Battlers. Special events. You know, they're, it's it's like a fan base thing. It's uh, it's not. They're going to still have their super long announcement thing, Level Five Vision, mm-hmm. but it's now going to be their keynote for Level Five World. So they're going to so, have Level Five Vision, which is going to be a closed event, right? And then after that, they're going to have the uh, Level Five. World. Right. It's going to be open mm-hmm. to everybody. So wait, right. when is so Level Five Vision is going to be like in the morning? Then? It is going to be, be in the morning. morning. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. So they're going to have their own TGS. At yeah. They place. have Level Five is so big now that mm-hmm. they can have their own TGS. And they're going to be they're going to be announcing games at this thing. Yeah. Uh, a lot of games are going to be playable for the first time. Uh, everybody's favorite girls RPG, um, <laughs> Fantasy Life, which has been in development forever. I feel like I'm, I'm actually I, curious about that game. We we've been to Level Five Vision 
twice every now. year. Well, no, I think it's been every year for every the past year. three years or so that they've had fantasy life. Oh, and they've no, always um, had fantasy life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's Professor Layton versus uh, Ace Attorney Phoenix Wright, mm-hmm. uh, which will be really fun. Yeah. Uh, Time Travelers, which is you know we that don't know much about it, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's going to be playable. So yeah, I'm really yeah. uh, excited really to see that. To see. Uh, and so, and also the potential that some of the games they announced that day may be playable on the show floor. Yeah. Yes. Which is nuts. So when is this exactly? Uh, for October the fourth time, it's October 15th. <laughs> okay, and when is that? No, uh, <laughs> that's, that, The thing is, this is the bummer. Uh, it's on a Saturday. Ugh, but we have to go. Yeah, we yeah, want to talk about it We're, we're going so. to be live tweeting it, and we'll, we'll talk about it on the podcast, so mm-hmm. please stay tuned for that. <clears throat> Speaking of level five, uh, Square Enix CEO uh, Wada-san. Are you trying to be marked there with that? Because what, what yeah, does level what, five what, have what to do? Connection with level, that? level five is the new uh, Square Enix. Okay. Um, yeah, anyway, so making that connection for us. I, listen, let me let me just do things. Here. <laughs> uh, he says Final Fantasy fourteen damaged the Final Fantasy brand. John, no kidding. What do you think? Uh, I think that's an understatement, or I, it's not an understatement. It's like a it's like a it's just a off statement because basically <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV damaged the brand for Final Fantasy XI fans. That's it. Nobody yeah. else cares about Final Fantasy XIV. Exactly. So I don't know why he said that. I think it's a weird thing to say, but I think what he should have said is that Final Fantasy XIII damaged the brand. I think, way, I think way more than Final Fantasy XIV did because, <laughs> like, you know, well, we don't. We've talked about it many times, but I mean. It was an interesting statement to say. And wasn't he the one who like pushed Final Fantasy fourteen out early to begin with? Like probably. Wasn't it, I thought yeah. that's what they I mean said he it. is the CEO. Right. <laughs> so it's just like it doesn't I don't know. It's kinda weird. He goes on to say, We'll continue with our reform work, which basically amounts to fully redoing the game and hope to revive the Final Fantasy fourteen that should have been released. Right, and, and, and still no word of the PS3 release. Still no word of the PS3 release, and 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 uh, kind of lending to that, they finally a year later added uh, chocobos, airships, and uh, this is new. It wasn't in Final Fantasy XI, but Materia from Final Fantasy VII. Really? Yeah. Uh, so to Final the, Fantasy XIV. Yeah. To put this in perspective, uh, Final Fantasy XI launched with chocobos and, and airships. airships. Yeah. Uh, and it's been a year, and they're just now like these. These should be like standard modes of right. transportation in an MMO. Like every MMO has these kind of and, things. and like the ports and the Chicoba, the Chicoba ranches and stuff were in the game, but they they just had like messages saying we get it, you know, right. not available right now. Sorry, or something. Closed. Yes, <laughs> out to lunch. Wait, though. So this game is still uh, playable for free right now, right? I think so. Yes. So what, are I they just so. like remaking the game like as they go and like updating it for the? <laughs> it really who are sounds in there like now? that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But yeah, so I, I to be fair, I'm still curious about that game. Like when it's done and if it's good, I will try it on PS3. Sure. But I, I, you know, I'm and, curious about the PS3 version. And it just had its first year anniversary too. I yes. Know. I don't know if I, you. Said, I don't know if you said that. But. I did. First year of not making any money at yes. all because they've had to make it free all year because <laughs> yeah. they basically screwed it up. I would love to see like the numbers on how much money they're losing Oof, on that. Man. <laughs> uh, speaking of disasters. Uh-huh. Like that. that was better. Uh, the uh, uh, guy behind Disaster Report, uh, Kujo-san, who is now in the company Granzella after leaving IREM, yeah. uh, was commenting on Twitter about kind of what Disaster Report 4 was all about. Mm. And this is a game that was canceled after the 311 earthquake here in yeah. Japan. And I think most people kind of agree, like, okay, yeah, that's probably not a good game to release Maybe not so much cancel, but like a delay. Should right, delay. put it aside right, for a right. year or something. And it's sounding more and more like that the game is actually kind of like, you know, on topic and actually should be released because uh, he says that uh, 
Disaster Report 4 begins about a week after the event that wrecked the city, allowing players to see the social effects, like uh, discrimination causing strife in shelters, and even recovery efforts following the catastrophe. Right. Which is, you know, something that a lot, well, all of us at this table have been seeing on the news. Everybody in Japan can relate to it, for sure. Something, yeah, exactly. And it sounds like something that would be really interesting to play. Yes. Uh, By the way, I wonder if it was originally made like that, or if they're modifying the game. Well, they canceled canceled it, so it was originally made like that. But yeah, Yeah. I guess that's what it was supposed to be. Uh, And that's a bummer, because that sounds like it would be fun. It is a bummer, but didn't he also try and say that, like, that wasn't why they canceled it? They didn't cancel it because of 311, that they canceled it because, like, they they were having trouble. Like, he made up some other reason for it, which is just, like, I just do not believe him. Right. Well, it's seeming that IRM has been having some troubles. I don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's clearly, you know, if 311 didn't happen, the game would have come out eventually. It's possible that they they had to cut something, and after 311, it became much clearer which game they would cut or something like that maybe <laughs> i don't know but yeah so uh, th- uh talking of sequels that was terrible uh burger time <laughs> world what? tour what delayed <laughs> what? <laughs> did you guys even know that there was a no. burger time coming out i actually i vaguely recalled that somebody was bringing back burger time isn't it that company in the west um they are west uh, monkey paw games yes yes they're the guys who like uh the former hudson president really uh, of America, oh, okay. Um, started up to sort of bring, I think like Japanese games or retro games or something, you know, to to new to modern franchise right. consoles and stuff. It's being delayed because they're wanting to make the multiplayer aspect of the game better. I'm looking at a screenshot of this. I, you know, I had no idea Burger Time was being remade. It looks insane. You're like out in space. There's these drills that are coming at you, and like the hamburger, <laughs> the, ham- the, the tomatoes on the hamburger, like like look like a, I don't know, screws. I don't even know what that is. It's on burger time in space. space, right? It's Burger Time in space. Uh, I don't know. Burger you guys time. can't see the image, but it looks pretty awesome. Burger, burger, all burger Time. Say. I have good memories of Burger Time. Burger I played time. it on in television back when I was like six or whatever, seven. Actually, all right, I so we're getting a little low on time. Uh, let me see here what we got here. Uh, we'll take a. We, we should take a short break before we do the feedback. Do we want right. to? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so one last little thing. Uh, there's going to be a near themed concert here in yeah. Japan. Yes. I saw that. It's gonna be great. I'm mm-hmm. disappointed that it wasn't bigger news because the producer of the game, um, right. Saito-san, who's also the producer of Dragon Quest X, like, tweeted the other day about how there's like big news coming Friday. And so everybody was like, oh, maybe it's going to be a sequel or maybe it's going to be was, He was doing hashtag near at the end of those tweets. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But, we, but I thought it was going to be big near news. Right. Like, not, a, I mean, a concert is cool. Right. But it's not you were expecting news. a game. It's kind of like a tribute concert. At least it's uh it's not the original music people, but it's uh I had it in my notes. Uh, Didn't you say it's like cover bands or something? Yeah, it's uh Go Aquelia and Worlds and Girlfriend are the two groups that are confirmed for now. Not a lot of details, but near music is awesome and mm-hmm. the only reason why I mentioned this is so we can play near music now. And we're back. 
Hope you like that little musical interlude. <laughs> um, we're going to do a little uh, listener comments that we got from Gaff, our site, and mostly Twitter. Um, so let's start off with the most important question. Uh, John, would you yes. play a Resident Evil Lord of the Rings crossover called Resident Smeagol? No. <laughs> Next. <laughs> okay. Uh, Here's a good one. What is Monster Hunter Frontier, and why don't you talk about it? A three sixty uh, a three sixty Monster Hunter shouldn't that be like crack? Are you uh, going to say from who, who, Aaron Knights uh, on Twitter? There you go. So what he's asking about Monster Hunter Frontier? Yeah, it Monster is, it is Hunter kind Frontier of Frontier is 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 basically just the Xbox version of Monster Hunter or PC, right? Which is MMO esque in that there is a billion people in the lobbies, like, right? Basically, but the game itself is still a four player. Monster Hunter game. So the, ga- really the game originated different. as a PC game. It was based off of DOS, the second Monster Hunter. Uh, and it's been going on forever. They've been building on it, building on it, and it doesn't the game isn't even doesn't even look like the game that came out when it originally came out. Uh, they got it's it's there's a lot of different things in it. There's, you know, little uh the the little pigs you can take with you into battle, uh They've got like hawks that do things for you. It's, <laughs> it's it's weird, and they're constantly adding monsters to it. But the reason why it's not like crack is because the game looks like it's a PS2 game. It's based off the PS2 Monster Hunter 2, and so right. it's just by default, it's kind of an old game. It's got old AI. It's the thing is, this game has been on Xbox in Japan for like a year. You would have thought it would have been out in English by now if they were going to localize it. Yeah. So I don't know if it's coming out or not. Um, I was we played it for like twenty or thirty hours, and then just kind of gave up. Yeah, it's, it's just good. like it takes a long time to get to the actually good content, right? And you know, it's it's just kind of ridiculous, right? Uh, why don't all Japanese games come with an option to play with Japanese speaking and English subtitles? This is from Stotka on Twitter, John. Why do you keep asking me? Because you, well, you you are the king of localization. Oh, I see. Thank you for that. Yes. Uh, what? Why? What? Why don't they not come with with subtitles? Why? Why can't I throw away the stupid, awful English voices and play with my Nihongo? Well, okay, this is sort of a inside baseball thing, I guess. But I mean, basically, the reason why we can't do that is because of usually because of budgets, right? I mean, games mm-hmm. are getting made. You know, a kind of they they Japanese games they focus on the Japanese version first. Sometimes they don't have time to do the English version before the Japanese version comes out. Or, you know, sometimes it's disc capacity because they can't fit it all on a disc. And right. so you kind of choose one language or the other. Mm-hmm. Didn't Xenoblade, I think the European version, have like five languages? It or does. Yeah. Yes. It definitely still has the Japanese language. Oh, wait, but that's... No, no, that's right. It has two but languages. Won- it has English yeah. and Japanese. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, probably budget is the biggest reason. I think so. Yeah, I think it's yeah. budget and timing, and like you know, a lot. You know, sorry I mean, to say, too, a lot of it is. I mean, sometimes it's just poor planning, too. Like, I mean, a lot of times the Western versions are kind of an afterthought. For, but also, like they, they have like an ex- expectation, right? Expected numbers, and if that numbers doesn't calculate out to, you know, make it worth to um, spend a lot of budget, then they just can't spend the budget. Yeah. Well, then why? Why would that? mean that people can't just listen to they what he's asking is he wants to hear the japanese voices not the english voices right why, why so, can't he always have that option so, so why bother even recording the english voices well there's right. two yeah. other there's two other reasons for that one reason is that well one we already said is capacity right, right. sometimes mm-hmm. you just can't fit on this but another one is sometimes it's licensing reasons too like there's a lot of hmm. probably more than most people realize there's tons of like licensing and like contract stuff that goes on with voice recording especially in the u.s um 
And, you know, sometimes, like, these guys only get the licenses to have their voices appear in one version of the game, only in the Japanese version, or something mm. like that. So. Right. So wow. it requires more money. To A lot of legal it. stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hey, Hiroko, hmm. do Japanese people really think that Col- uh, Colonel Sanders is the American Santa Claus? <laughs> this is from Joe Karen Wow. Uh, no, I don't think so. As a matter of fact, I've never heard anybody saying that. Oh. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, he does he, kind he of does, look like Santa Claus. Well, he wears a Santa Claus outfit during Christmas. Right. Why, why is it that Japan... For those who don't know, uh, uh, Christmas in Japan, uh, people eat cake, but they also eat KFC. <laughs> like, KFC is the it is, meal it was, for Christmas. Okay, okay, no, no, okay. <laughs> no. There yeah, are some people that think like that, but it's not like... <laughs> you you make us sound really bad. It's not like every single person in Japan goes out and buy cake. It's a right. pretty strong then, well, thought okay. process, though. I've met a lot of people who okay, go for I've, KFC. I've ate KFC for Christmas. So you're part of the problem. It's, no, no, no. It's, it's just KFC's promotion. And people, like, there are some people that would just want to buy that promotion and have KFC. But it, we don't think of a special, I mean, it's not. it doesn't mean special to us. Well, you know, you do have to, like, pre-order your Christmas basket mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I think it's a pretty big deal. It's so big now that, like, uh, McDonald's even does it. You can have a McDonald's Christmas package. Really? I, I actually why would want. anybody want to do that? That's I did, like, I did it one year. Why hurt Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't have anything to eat. It sounds like he's, like, a poor kid like, living <laughs> in the, in the project. De- it's a pretty good deal. Uh, but anyway, uh, chicken for Christmas. Where did that, Do you know why that started? No, I think I we talked no about idea. this on an episode once before. I, yeah. I've heard stories. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't prepared for this, so I would have looked it up. But I mean, there I don't was know, maybe maybe the people think that you know it's an equivalent of a turkey or like yeah yeah. But I think yeah. Well, yeah, because it's hard That's, to it's really hard to find. It's real been going turkey. on for like thirty years. Yeah. Or something Nobody like in this country has ovens big enough to make real turkeys. Exactly. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Eight four play should pay more attention to their Facebook account. This is from Mylan Steen. <laughs> I saw that. I, on, yeah. Uh, Gap. Sure, we do. We actually, we, we we basically post on our Facebook account every time a, a pe- an episode comes out. So right. yeah, but do we good. read the but comments afterwards? Uh, yeah, I read the comments. Okay, cool. do you, JJ? Okay, I no, mean, I okay, just did. Another question: Do you respond to the comments? I like them. You know, you. But that's all uh, you do. Yeah. Well, sometimes we respond. We we should we should we have an active page. In fact, right. we just put up like a whole bunch of pictures from our party that we right. were talking about earlier. This and episode, we so. will continue to do this for uh, in the next couple of months. We'll be putting up more. Yes. Right. I think the right answer is we will try to take uh, pay more. I think the right attention. answer is stop complaining. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Next. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we already did the resident single one. Um, your thoughts on Japanese publishers buying American studios? Should Japan seek more collaboration with the West? This is from Rock on Mark on Twitter. Buying American studios? Has that even happened? Uh, Capcom did with the, oh, the they bought guys. the the Canadian guys, right? Yeah. Um, and Square Enix is working with Eidos Montreal on. Right, none of those are American yeah, studios, well, but no, uh, Western, Western studios, studios Western right. and Deus Ex. But yeah, hmm. I, I think- do you think that's good? Yeah, collaborating, collaborating, I think, is a really good idea, you know? Mm. Mm. There's not enough Western and Japanese collaboration for sure. Yeah, right. I, don't, I don't know if necessarily buying studios is the answer. A lot so, of these Japanese companies barely have enough money right now to, you know, do their own thing. Right. But. Right. But so far, don't you think it's been kind of bad? Like, I the mean, games you know, get- people have already, always wanted to, like, especially the Japanese industry, wanted to collaborate with, like, Western partners. But mm. it just doesn't work out because 
of various reasons, but like communication reasons and right. stuff like that. Also pride issues and like, you know, um, culture difference. But I think, you know, the Japanese industry is now at a point that, you know, um, they kind of have to listen to right. like other yeah. people. So, sure. yeah. And I, if the collaboration works out, I think it's a win-win situation for both sides. So I think it's a very good idea. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Great yeah. answer. Here. And I think it's the collaboration that's important that the, the method they mentioned about buying out the studios, I don't think that's necessarily, that's necessarily the only way that they can collaborate. Right, right. Many yeah. other ways yeah. they could do that. Mm-hmm. Most deaf. And by the way, you know, any Western companies out there want to start merging? You know, we got we can translate. We translate exactly. We, we could we could we could be the ones to take away the communication barrier. Right. We're really exactly. good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else we got here. Uh, oh, the one console, Craig from Super Brothers asks. Yay, yay. Uh, this is something I'm actually curious about too. Uh, okay, I have a question. Maybe I'm too late though. Uh, because he actually submitted this question while we were at lunch today. Mm-hmm. Uh, what exactly is Sadatcher? Is it, <laughs> uh, and is it finding an audience here in, in Japan? So Apparently it is, it. right? Because didn't they say they had something like a couple... Uh, it was either tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of downloads of wow. like the first couple of episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's a radio drama, mm-hmm. um, which I know... I, I, I actually don't know a lot about radio dramas other than that they're kind of popular here. Like radio dramas, even in English, were never like interesting to me, so... But as, there's an audience someone, for those, right? As someone I, I actually listen to radio dramas, only uh, English-speaking ones, like the Doctor Who and, uh, well, mostly the Doctor Who ones. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and basically, they're like TV shows without the picture. Like right. they have all the yeah. special sounds and everything. And it, you know, it's a storyline and it, right. know, whatever. And a lot, um, a lot of games and anime in Japan. If you buy like the soundtrack, sometimes there'll be radio drama, little just interactions between the characters talking about random things. They might have a s- small minor plot, and it's things like that that really that sort of integrated radio dramas in the Japanese culture. Right. And yeah, so, I actually have a Zelda uh, Super Nintendo Zelda orchestrated CD that is that. called Zelda Sound and Drama, and like the last track is a is a Zelda. Uh, radio drama. <laughs> so I mean, that's, that's basically, but that's, that's, that's what the, it is. But right. what is the what? Like, I I know that Suda is tied to it. That's why it's Sudacher. Mm-hmm. But is he writing it or yeah, Suda writing wrote it? it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Suda from, wrote it. He's writing it from his point of view, like what he envisions, what the content is, basically. Of Snatcher? Wow. Oh, yeah, of Snatcher. So is he just like, I didn't play Snatcher, but this is what I think I think he played it, but, and then, you know, he's, cre- he's writing something that um, he thinks what it is. Yeah, I, it's just his, his own his take on the Snatcher world. I don't know if it's necessarily related to the original story or not. Um, I know they use some pretty big-name voice actors for the roles, like uh, oh, Yumi yeah. Kikuchi and stuff, these mm-hmm. people who are in, like, Metal Gear games and stuff. But uh, uh, There's actually yeah. a translation out on YouTube. I heard, um, yeah. Maybe I'll check it out. So you can listen to it while viewing subtitles. I don't know how the translation is. I haven't seen it. But I'll put a link up on our, our show notes. Cool, cool. So Ooh. check that out. Um, do, 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 let's get one more in here. Uh, so JR Potential is asking about ports. What do you guys feel makes a good port or remake? Or what, what, do you, what kind of things do they need to add to feel like it's worth your money? Well, well, in my opinion, I'm I'm one of the people who tends not to play ports or remakes. If I played the original, you need to add, make significant additions to the story, new levels, 
um, new systems to the game. Mm-hmm. You need to add a lot, or else I'm just not going to be interested in playing it. Now, if really? I haven't if I haven't played the original, then I'll play the port because I assume that it's going to be higher res or so something. So we've like been that. having arguments like weekly about this. Right. We have. Uh, there is a game, Devil Summoner, Devil Devil Survivor, Devil Survivor, Survivor coming out. Uh, there's a, a port or a remake coming out on 3DS, or it already came out in uh, Japan. Basically, oh, in the US too, right? I think it is like I don't know if it's out yet, but I think it is okay. coming. Out. It is one of the dirtiest of dirty ports. There's an extra. There's like an extra day. I wouldn't say it's a dirty end, port at all. But like the graphics, you know, it only displays on the bottom screen. The top menu uh, screen is only for menus. But that's how like the that. game originally was, right? But I, for me, this is like the worst kind of port. But they added tons of content. They added new systems. They added an entirely new day. The game game is divided up into seven days in the original version. They added an eighth day. Uh-huh. Um, now it's full voice. They added they added several systems. I'm not hard enough the game because I never played. <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of game I want to play. If it's just up res graphics and stuff like that, that's not good enough for me. I want radical changes to gameplay. But it's not a radical change. It's just an addition, right? And well, the, the I, I can see what he's saying though. I'm of two minds about it though. Like I I like remakes and I like ports and like I I a I mean it's funny because I think last week or whatever like Mark called me out because I was basically like taking shots at remakes and stuff and then basically like playing a remake myself right. but like right. I actually really like playing older game remakes of older games that like I'd played before like whether not necessarily straight ports but like at least um if they're ports they have to have achievements or trophies or something to make it worth playing right. again but like if they're like you know a remake of an old game like the Dragon Quest collection just came out and it has like this that's the one we were talking about actually right. so and there's like you know the, the basically kind of the Super Nintendo work games were remakes of the original games, but they had better graphics and everything. But the content didn't really change at all. Hmm. It's still kind of fun to me. I don't know. I feel I wouldn't. I wouldn't play a, those. A graphical upgrade is a definite. Has to be there. Right. If they add extra stuff, that's cool. I'm kind of a purist. I don't really like that much changing. Um, but uh, it needs to look better. See, I have the opposite opinion because if it if you don't want the graphics to change, if you want it just to be, I mean, if, you, if all you want are graphics changes. Then the game itself hasn't changed, so why not just play the original game you still have? Because it's ugly. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. And in this case, the graphics haven't changed. The game has only been out like about two years. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, there's. I mean, there was uh, there's the Persona game, Persona coming out, Persona Four sense, coming out for oh, Vita, okay. right? Uh, and like everybody in this office was so excited, but at the same time, everybody was like, "Oh, Zelda port." Oh. No, the Persona thing for me is just because I didn't actually have time to play it in the well, first right. place. So I want. I'm more talking about Winturn and right. But and the other thing <laughs> about the Persona port is that the Persona series is almost designed for handheld. It's the kind of thing that you play in spurts. Which is why it's better than being for the PS2. Also, it's going to be prettier and it's going to be awesome. So, <laughs> well, I, I will say with these HD ports and stuff that have been these remasters and such. Like I, yeah. I now that I've had been able to try a few, we tried Monster Hunter, we tried Eco and Shadow, we've got the God of War games. Like I do want to see a little more effort being put into these. Like it, it, yes, you can just run some filters and things and make the graphics look better, but like you really should be like thinking about the more more nuanced issues to like right. make the game feel more playable by today's standards. Like even the little things like like the Metal Gear, how he was Kojima was showing how they're like redoing all the icons and stuff like at, in high res. Like mm. at the very least, that should be standard across yeah. the board. Right. That's but then, a good you know, idea. 
something like Eco or Shadow, it would have been cool if there was like additional content or like director's cut type stuff that was cut from the original version. But back in this, like something to add to. Yeah, what it they... would have been nice, but as just kind of like a museum thing. But you know, I I, I do I would like to be able to play the game in the way I remember it. Right. Uh, See, if you want to play the game the way you remember it, then get out the game that you already own. That's, all right, that's all how right. it works. Cranky old man. So listen, we're almost out of time, yes. but there's a few things we want to go over here. Um, right. First of all, again, we, we touched on it briefly in the beginning, but Mark is over in Seattle right now helping our good friend Jake Kasdahl mm-hmm. and uh, Haunted Temple Studios uh, work on Skulls of the Shogun. Um, I know we can't talk like too much about this, but obviously now it's pretty clear that we're involved in this game as well um, mm-hmm. on a script level, and uh, we're going to be putting it in a bunch of languages, which is really cool. So, yeah. And uh, I know a lot of you guys are excited about that game, and we are too. So yes. um, props to Mark for going over there to do the dirty work Yeah. Uh, while we're back here doing it. Was, I was yes. all kind of sudden too. I was like, Mark's leaving? What? Right, yeah, he basically like, just like we basically, the, the, the okay came down on like a Friday and he was like on a plane Saturday basically. Yeah, I, I came into work and he was gone. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So that's happening and yes. then um, what else do we want to do? I wanted to pimp uh, a friend of the show, Hawkin uh, King is Dadago Studios uh, put out a game called Tilter Pillar. Um, it's a super simple game, so it's like it's an iPhone game, and it's like I think it's like a dollar or two dollars or something. You're a caterpillar. It's a, it's like a it's it is a super ultra simple game, but I think like little kids would dig it. But the reason I'm mentioning it is because um, it's free on Saturday for a day. So oh, okay. yeah, so check I'm it out. Get it. I will download, um, it. which is tomorrow, I guess, if you're listening to this on the day that the show came out. Right, it's Tilter Pillar. Tilter Pillar. Um, Look for it. Uh, also, there was a trailer for Aquaria. Yeah. Yes. Super cool. Another thing that 8.4 is involved in. So now, mm-hmm. the cre- this time, the creator of the game, we mentioned it on our last podcast, but this mm-hmm. time, um, there's a video out, a pretty cool video, too. Mm-hmm. I really like how they put that together. Yeah. yeah. Um, of uh, one of the creators, the original creators of the game, playing mm-hmm. it on an iPad, mm-hmm. um, just kind of talking about it. He mentioned Andy, who was actually a former 8.4 employee. Um, yeah, so what is Andy doing on this title? So Andy basically re programmed it from scratch exactly. to work on iPad. Um, and they showed the PSP version. They did, yeah. I didn't even mm-hmm. think they were going to show that. So, <laughs> yeah. so Andy's so kind basic- of like a... Mm, go ahead, you should explain No, no, no. It. Well, you go ahead. Andy's basically like a super genius um, mm-hmm. programmer. He actually has like a full-time job and just does other stuff. But he, you know, would always be tinkering around with PSP, even here when we when he was working with us and like doing, doing like experiments, trying to put different games on PSP. Yeah, so he used to be our super translator slash programmer when we wanted programming jobs right right when we were like what maybe we wanted to do pro, uh, the localization programming and stuff as well and basically right. he is like a you know he was just really it was like a hobby for him is basically like tinkering with the psp and seeing what he could do on it and um he basically got this game running on the psp i guess showed it to the creators and they were like impressed enough by the fact that he was able to do that that they asked him if he could be down with doing an ipad version right mm-hmm. and he did and part of that is um so it's coming out soon. I think it's in the next month or so. I'm not sure exactly when mm. the date is. We'll say it when we know. But um, yeah, we also did a Japanese version. We did the Japanese translation. So players here in Japan will be able to play it for the yes. first time, yes. too. Mm-hmm. It's pretty exciting. And if yeah. you want to, you can switch your iPad's language to Japanese whenever the game comes <laughs> yes. out and play it in well, Japanese. Why would well? anybody want to do that unless they some speak people, Japanese? Some people uh, speak Japanese. Dedicated fans. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. And so I think that pretty much nails it. Uh Yes, thanks for putting up with us on this uh, day, yeah, uh, thank you. where we're basically just sitting around a table talking like we normally would. No, <laughs> actually, do we have another episode without Mark? Is there another Markless um, episode? I'm not sure, but the next episode in two weeks, I'm pretty sure we'll have a guest possibly. Yeah. So I think it well, should be a little could, more like a real episode, <laughs> right? Or if you guys have any requests or. 
Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. that they you guys want us to do in the they're going to be episode? like, bring Mark back. <laughs> Besides yeah. bringing Mark back, of but course we, we want to do that. Do that I'm, but I'm really scared of like the, the like the lashings I'm going to get on the internet from my terrible, terrible. Hey, we warned people at the start. This is yeah. this is not a normal episode, so <laughs> yeah, don't worry JJ about that. You weren't bad You're fine. But uh, you know what? Um, Where can they find us on the internet? Yes, feedback. We always appreciate it. www8 4jp uh, Twitter. You could find us at eight four play or individually. I am John TV. Hiroko84. SPRSK. Brendan Beyond. And you can find Mark at MarkMacD. Um, um, actually, yesterday was Mark's birthday, too, so right. why don't you guys happy shout birthday. and yeah, hey. say happy birthday happy while birthday. he's over there busting his ass on Skull the Shogun. Was Sunday, but. That's oh, that's oh, right. right. Yeah, JJ's right. birthday, too. And that was the day that your PS3 broke. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like, so you had a happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, and they can find us on oneup.com. Oneup.com on the forums, NeoGAF. We love those guys. Uh, and Facebook. again on Facebook, yes, yes. yes. which we, we will start updating more often. <laughs> Guy. <laughs> And uh, 84.jp, as always, where you can find our podcast and everything. Uh, who wants to take us out? <laughs> Hiroko, hello. Me. Okay. Mark, we need you. Hurry back home. Get it off!